Audio Hop Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. With me in the studio is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi, Jadeep. Hi, Sudha. How are you? I'm good. Great. So now, uh, in a previous chapter, we've discussed this earlier. You've spoken about how some people are old struck. You know, they love mm-hmm. old things. Mm-hmm. But this chapter, you talk about how people are star struck. Yes, people are star struck, and I think the most number of star struck people in the world. or at least in india uh, are are in my family we are really? all all the women in the menon household are star struck mm-hmm. you know every one of them i think it begins at age 3 and it goes up to age 85 when we kind of kick the bucket <laughs> so yes lot of star struck people in the menon household so you've actually spoken about this really interesting story involving your grand aunt i mean when i read the story i just couldn't believe what i was reading <laughs> Yes so that that story is a kind of legend that runs uh, in our family so it's it's my mother's aunt my great aunt and you know, there there was this point in her life and well into her 80s mm. and one day she was you know she had been in bed for almost 3 days almost uh, unconscious you know rambling away refusing to eat and my mother had actually summoned all of us uh, from various parts of the country to come and pay her uh, you know last respects because we thought that she was on her way, way out mm. and then i arrived from my home and i saw her and you know um, call it good luck or call it whatever but there was this movie playing that day on television and uh, it happened to feature a guy that uh, the entire menin household uh, women are all crazy about and including um, the old lady who was threatening to kick the bucket <laughs> so i kind of uh, went and i whispered in her ear that you know what so and so movie is playing mm. on tv and you will not believe it and you know when i tell this when i tell this to my um, nephews and nieces who are now you know sort of in their teenage years they don't believe it either but within minutes mm. uh, our old lady was up and she was in the drawing room and she was sitting Uh, with her nose almost into the tv screen and chuckling away looking at this uh, young man ha- young handsome man mm-hmm. and uh, and she at one point you know he was singing one of his legendary uh, songs you know cavorting mm-hmm. uh, around in the uh, fields and uh, serenading his lady love and she chuckled and then she looked at my father who was sitting um, on the sofa watching this in like sort of you know with disbelief and she said sundara cherukan na sundara cherukan means such a good looking boy mm-hmm. you know in malayalam <laughs> and um, my father sniggered because this was not new to him because right. you know his whole his own mother uh, in her 80s had a king size sort of crush on raj kapoor mm-hmm. and uh, anybody who you know came to our house visiting or came calling on her uh, could not escape before she, they had heard her 
tell them the story of Sangam and mm. how handsome uh, Raj Kapoor was. So my father was not surprised by this at all. And um, you know, this this sort of uh, fangirl moments are like legion in our uh, house. My my maternal grandmother, for instance, um, had this thing going with uh, about uh, Rajesh Khanna. Oh, in yeah. those days, like mm -hmm. he was like superstar, mm -hmm. and uh, my grandma must have been in her sixties or seventies by then. I don't I don't know. I was a child then, so I don't know what age she was. But what I do remember was that every month mm. she would give each of us, any of us who cared to listen to her. 25 paise coin mm -hmm. that was our bribe for going off secretly and buying her a copy of the of film fair magazine it had to be read when my grandpa was not looking because mm -hmm. my grandpa was a bit of a brown sahib you know he 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 thought these are all like some stupid uh, preoccupations mm -hmm. he was like oh, suited booted coated kind of man and he thought this was all frivolous so she read it when he was away at work mm -hmm. or when he was not looking so and then of course Rajesh Khanna um, fell in love with Dimple Kapadia and you know swept her away and married her and all of that and that was like the biggest news of that I think the biggest news of that year mm -hmm. uh, I I think I'm not certainly in your house yes <laughs> it's certainly in our house because we didn't hear about anything else but that for I think the longest time and so she she was like positively chewing her uh, nails waiting for the next issue of film fair to come because that 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 would have the story you know and then it came film fair and that day i got 50 paise instead of uh, i decided to turn the screws a bit and i said no 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 i'm too busy i can't go mm -hmm. and so <laughs> she gave me 50 paise she gave me a 50 paise coin instead of a 25 paise and then i got her the, the uh, film fair issue which of course had only rajesh khanna and uh, dimple and that story was what took center stage mm. at the dining table for I think the next uh, whole month and then of course uh, then Prince Charles came along to India and did um, you know one of his famous visit to the gateway of India I don't know whether you were born then Jaydi but <laughs> but I was I was a kid then so I'm not sure you were uh, you were around but uh, there was Padmini Kolapuri, mm -hmm. uh, you know young and beautiful and successful and her famous uh, um, kiss on the cheek mm -hmm. with uh, Prince Charles, which for that point in history uh, was uh, scandalous. People couldn't understand it. I don't know what the, what what was scandalous or why people, but it was, it just made major news. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the moral police went saying, how can an Indian girl, Sanskari, in, so, so our preoccupation with Sanskari went back a long All time. It back a long way, you know, yeah. it was not new. <laughs> Uh, so the moral brigade said, "How can she do this?" And somebody said, "Wow, you know, she's she's such a contemporary so girl, and she's fearless, and all of that." And our dining table, of course, was like almost a battlefield. Mm -hmm. uh, Amma thought it was scandalous that she ha she had three girls, so she was like, "What what are my girls seeing?" You know. And we all read the newspapers, and it was on the front page of every newspaper. You know, the the famous uh, peck on the cheek, and. Uh, grandma wouldn't talk about anything but that and I think she was I secretly admired her because she was a fearless uh, lady and she said why not you know if she wanted to kiss Prince Charles who are you to object mm -hmm. and if Prince Charles was happy to be kissed by her what is your problem <laughs> my grandfather uh, you know turned up his nose in disgust my father left the dining table mm -hmm. but this went on our family was uh, 
completely no, talking about this when you talk about your family there's a very interesting story about your sister and involving son of <laughs> prince charles yes so we are also royalty stuck uh, struck mm-hmm. in addition to being um, you know star struck so yes i never thought i never thought i would see a fan girl mo- you know mo- moment from my elder sister she's she's um, brilliant she's gorgeous she's a science teacher she teaches science in london to post grad students very well known in her field for all of that so i never expected so one day the phone rang and when it rang and i picked it up i never expected for to see her grinning into the uh, you know screen and behind her was uh, um, prince william william uh, yes. prince william and kate uh, middleton. middleton it was a wedding day and it transpires that she had been there since 4 am mm. oh, you know along the street uh, uh, from where their marriage procession was uh, to go and she had been sitting there maybe in the freezing cold i'm not sure when they got married mm-hmm. but i could see the marriage procession they sitting in their open carriage and waving to uh, uh, the people who had all lined up to you know sort of see their most uh, popular uh, prince get married to blindingly gorgeous uh, kate middleton Uh, my sister smile outdid the smile on kate middleton's <laughs> face and she said you know uh, fairy tales come true some fairy tales come true this is uh, this is um, uh, what reiterates that mm-hmm, that there mm-hmm. is a place in this world even now for fairy tales and uh, you've actually yeah. spoken about one of these fairy tales where it involves a dictaphone not a magic wand but a <laughs> dictaphone but i think we will come to that later Uh, you had something that, very interesting I in think, the chapter about that. I think I think I have that. the most uh, expensive, most valuable uh, dictaphone in the world. Mm. But you, you'll you'll have to wait to hear that. Definitely, we can't wait for that. So tell us about uh, you know uh, this particular dictaphone, the object of this dictaphone, and you know what importance does he have in your life? Uh, I think this dictaphone is like really the most precious thing in my possession just now. Uh, of course. Sir, after my husband and my children and all of, of course, that my of child and all of that you should make but that very still, clear yeah i'm making it very you know <laughs> uh, putting a disclaimer is very important mm. uh, so that i don't offend anybody or hurt anybody but yeah the most precious uh, dictaphone in the world is sitting right now in my uh, cupboard mm. and it's never going to be auctioned or sold a lot of my friends actually offered to sell their property write me write away their homes uh, give me their jewelry in return for that Uh, dictaphone and um, the memory of it is uh, of course uh, connected to this guy who came and swept me uh, off yeah. my feet when i was i was already a mother then uh, young mother hmm. but uh, yeah so also another case of uh, so tell us about this i mean you've written about this in the chapter but you've got to tell us more about this because i know you're dying to tell us about <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm always dying to talk about <laughs> this fellow who uh, took my heart mm. and the heart the, the collective hearts of the entire menen household barring my elder sister who thinks he's a bit of a monkey mm-hmm. but i hope he doesn't hear about that <laughs> any time but uh, yeah it goes back uh, a long way you know and i'm i was so starstruck i continue to be starstruck though now uh, you know it is now i'm sort of a satisfied soul on that front so i'm not uh, chasing after him but yeah the story goes back a long time mm. and such was the intensity of my uh, fandom you know uh, for this um, guy that i had promised to myself that i would i was a, i was i was a career journalist as mm-hmm. you know before i became full time author 
and I had promised myself that I would interview him before I hit my 40s. Hmm. But you know, Bollywood is in Bombay and I was living in Pune and the chances of this happening, you know, as the years passed, I I realized that the chances of this happening was like very slim uh, to none. Slim, <laughs> very slim. <laughs> and I turned I, I turned 40, I turned 42, 43 and then out of the blue one day I was told that he's shooting in um, Panjgani. Hmm. Now Panjgani is hop, skip and jump away from uh, Pune and so before my poor spouse knew what was happening, I told my daughter about it and she was like, we must go and mama you have to use your journalism thing to interview him. <laughs> you must. And you don't need, I didn't need any encouragement, you know. I already had right. told myself that this is the, this is the moment when I'm making my promise to myself happen. And so, poor spouse found himself driving us, you know, excited teenage daughter and excited middle-aged wife uh, to uh, Panjgani. I checked, uh, I have a very close friend who lives in uh, Panjgani and I badgered him and hassled him till he called up the Ravine Hotel where... Um, this man this was man. staying for the film shoot and I made sure that my friend got me a room right below where this man was staying with his, uh, you know, the entire film's team. And I said, this is the day I'm going to make my mm. dream come true. And I thought, um, I'll see him in the hotel's very beautiful, uh, you know, dining room at some point. Didn't happen. Mm. Um, then I said, okay, breakfast is when it's going to happen. Didn't happen that day. And then I said, now, I knew, I was there for three days, so I knew this had to happen. And um, so, daughter and I slunk up the stairs to the, you know, to the floor above where he was staying, only to come uh, into contact with this person's really, really tall bodyguard. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you will come to it. So, so tall that my eye was only making contact with his nipples. Mm -hmm. So, you can imagine how tall he was. And um, now a man of very few words. Uh, I said, you know, I'm so-and-so and, -so and uh, I have to meet him and I have to interview him. He just gave me the look. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, sir doesn't meet anybody. So I I used uh, a little bullying, a little throwing of weight around, a little begging. And then <laughs> I slunk away because this was uh, guy was not uh, moving. Skyscraper of a guy mm -hmm. was not moving. So I slunk uh, back to my room. But that only, you know, the book, that guy probably didn't know what I was made of. You know, when mm. when you are the kind of fan you are to a person, you 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 get some strength from somewhere. And so, I told my daughter that tomorrow I'll make this happen because daughter was giving me this look. You know, like what are you even good at? You can't even get me a, you know, you can't even get me up close with this. Hello, kaisi ma ho tum? Yeah, and kaisi journalist ho? And then you know there was this. There was this waiter, mm. uh, old man uh, in the hotel who possibly heard me and my daughter discussing how how disappointed we are, my daughter and I. And he kind of sidled up to me and said, Ma'am, kal subay aap saadhe paanch baje niche a jaiye. Wo sir hai na, wo gym mein aane wale hai. Mm. So that was all I needed. So, you know, crack of dawn, daughter and I were dressed in our threads, you know, fancy threads. <laughs> Uh, spouse was pulled out of bed mm. and uh, you know we got a uh, camera in his hand and said 
take as many pictures as you can and please take full pictures usually spouses pictures are like either the head is not there or the body is not there you know yeah, men take yeah. pictures like that or at least this man takes pictures <laughs> like that so uh, we put the fear of god into him and said we need good pictures and then we went down silently we didn't want to wake up the rest of the hotel because we wanted him to ourselves like. this guy you know we went and sure enough you know a man was uh, in the gym we tried to saunter in casually and came face to face with the hulk uh, who said you can't go in mm. so we said okay but this time i was not to be dissuaded so i stood outside we loitered around and at some point our man had to come out so he came back looking you know he came out looking like a little guy in track pants and little, little boy and uh, before i knew it daughter had put out her uh, autograph book for it to be signed and i was gazing at, you know there is a picture in my album of me and her looking at him with such unabashed you know adoration. i don't know what adulation what it's it's embarrassing <laughs> if i see it now it's embarrassing that you can look at somebody like that i secretly look at the picture even now mm -hmm. once in a while but i don't allow that that's the one thing i won't share on social media because it's just too embarrassing how you can look at anybody like that but that picture is there and i'm sure i'll look at it in my old age and feel happy that i was so up close Uh, to this guy mm -hmm. and by then the hotel had woken up and there were people milling around uh, him and he was signing away but i was just so joyful that i made this happen you know and i gave at the end of it i gave the hulk a dirty look and we uh, came back home happily mm -hmm. uh, i thought my dream to myself had come true but you know there is this thing about um, there is this thing about not having made eye contact mm. and i think but he never looked at me you know i need to have looked at this yeah <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing about because the thing about this guy is his amber champagne colored eyes mm. and you know a million women uh, women in this country go weak need looking at him so i i'm like he didn't look at me mm. i didn't look into his eyes he was just signing autographs so i'm going to women are not satisfied with this kind of little bits i said i have promised that i will interview him so i want to interview him so that so that promise to myself remained in my um, bucket list mind did not tell anybody mm. husband said ab ho gaya na bas ho gaya na the craziness is finished na and i said yeah 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 and it didn't actually and many many years later one day by then i had swapped my um, uh, you know journalist uh, hat for becoming a full time author uh, one day somebody called up a film journalist friend of mine called up to say hey do you know uh, your crush is in pune today mm. so i said what i didn't even ask the name because she knows who the crush is so she said yes so i said well you better set up an interview for me so she said you know i don't think so because um, his secretary is not a nice person and it might not happen i said i don't care you have to do this you know you you are a film journalist so you will make this happen and i badgered her and badgered her and finally she gave me this guy's secretary's number and his agent's number and i called up and i said hey this is who i am and i write books and i and um, and i said this friend of mine gave me your number mm -hmm. and you know how it is film film journalists pull a lot of weight when it comes to because they are the guys who feed the stars egos and so she said okay i'm going to try mm -hmm. so i'll tell you but before that i realized this star was uh, going to be at a major press press conference uh, by pune's uh, rajiv bajaj mm -hmm. and 
and as a journalist i had an in on that because i was a business journalist so i knew rajiv but this wouldn't get me because by then i had stopped i had i was not a full time journalist by right. then but what i did do was gate crash the press <laughs> conference because and nobody could do a thing because by then i was a very senior journalist and um, people knew me so mm -hmm. i was you know and and the secret actually is that pr people you know uh, like for their press conferences to be full of journalists Absolutely. so they are happy to see one more head there what they didn't bargain for was that in the middle of the press conference i would get up and walk across the aisle and present a book of my a copy of my book uh, legacy legacy is a book of letters from eminent parents to their daughters and this guy has a daughter who's who he is very very fond of and so i stood up and i walked over in the middle of the press conference and said hey i want to give you this book and i wanted to read it to your daughter because you you are so fond of her and you speak about her such and i don't know whether this guy was uh, amused he looked amused and he said i will read it out to her I don't know whether Rajiv Bajaj was amused that I had gate crashed his uh, press conference, but I was, I floated back home that day because mm -hmm. I had done what I wanted to do. I had made eye contact. I had given a precious book to him, and later I was told by his uh, agent that my book uh, is in his uh, library, and he is a voracious reader. He loves mm -hmm. books, and I even now take um, joy when I think of my book sitting there, you know, uh, in that. Library. library so i that think that is not the end of the story of course but the story it take it becomes even more adventurous and mm -hmm. more exciting mm. so i thought i had got my thing and my promise to myself was kept and all of that i went home and i lolled around and in my old pajamas and at 10 o'clock i get a call from the stars um, agent mm. saying he's meeting a few media people Uh, at the hotel uh, you know any time now so come i mm. know how much you want to meet me so come so i said hey it's 10 o'clock she said ha huh, we can be begin any time you can, you can come so i went there and um, so there was a room with half a dozen uh, media people waiting all of them biting uh, chewing their nails because you know how this guy holds sway over this entire country so they're all there photographers were ready and all of that and i was of course you know i looked like yesterday's meal or something the cat brought in because i was tired it was like almost midnight my mm. hair was uncombed i had dark circles right up to my uh, uh, you know chin because i had spent the last night worrying whether i would be able to meet this guy and but i had made it because like this was like the you know cherry on the cake mm -hmm. so when at 12 o'clock the guy walks in and this entire room bursts into cheer and clapping and all of that and that day i realized what a star is you mm. know what a true star is so he sat there uh, on his chair very casual and looking uh, bright as a what a rose flower in the morning or whatever it was 12 and 12 midnight and i was sitting right next to him and um, then i started asking this question and he said uh, hey give me your dictaphone uh, let me hold it it'll uh, get my voice properly and so for close to an hour that mm. day as i had a conversation with me and believe me this when i say conversation this is like you can't get more up close with it. i was sitting like right next to him and when this star talks his this is his ability and this is why he is a star 
when he take when he talks to you he never takes his eyes off you hmm. and it is like you and he are the only people in that room and well read articulate humble and charm the pants of anybody you know he's that kind of guy and so focused this is what i've learned from him and i i later went on to write two articles about life lessons that i learned with this meeting with this man because i really did learn a lot and among the things that i learned is one uh, the charm of personal stories mm. uh, two the virtue of humility three uh, the importance of being well read and most important of all is uh, being in the present and you know mindfulness mm -hmm. and focus when you're doing one thing do that one thing and cut off the rest of the world you know i was having this conversation with him and some from somewhere maybe it was a stylist or his assistant or somebody but somebody came and it was so bizarre i thought to myself when i was talking i was having this conversation and this girl comes out of nowhere and she's putting his hair in a ponytail and i mean is that even natural <laughs> in the middle of the night somebody is combing your hair and putting mm -hmm. it in a ponytail especially in the middle of a press conference but it seemed to be perfectly all right with him because he didn't even acknowledge her it it happened and then um, she went away and i so i was not mindful i was watching this but he didn't seem to realize it so i learned all of these things from him and of course you know i i was this kind of fan it's embarrassing you can't have this kind of fan girl you know crush on somebody but uh, the entire while this guy belched cigarette smoke into my face and if there is one thing i hate it is you know cigarette smoke i have no tolerance for smoking and i stay out of the room when there is there's no i don't stay within uh, distance of anybody who's smoking mm -hmm. and in my house there is no smoking allowed so this man was smoked throughout the one hour or one and a half hours or whatever and i didn't i didn't mind and later and when i left i could feel that my hair and you know was i could smell cigarette smoke on mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. but i went traipsing out where my poor husband was sitting in the coffee shop because i said you have to take me there it's late you know i'm not going to get these were the days before uber mm -hmm. so i could either drive myself or have my husband drive so he was there and i wouldn't when i got home i didn't want to wash my hands because you know i shook, shook hands so uh, and of course um, the dictaphone by mm -hmm. now the mm -hmm. fame famous dictaphone so next morning of course you know you when you when you have done something great you want to rub other people's nose a bit in the mud so i called up all my friends <laughs> and said hey you know what i was doing last night and they said what do you do in the night you go to bed and i said no <laughs> i was hobnobbing with so and so mm -hmm. and i cannot tell you one of my friends actually said can i please sell my house and buy that dictaphone and i said this is not for sale my dear you can i can bring it to you and you can hold it mm -hmm. but i am not selling this yeah so that's the story of my so i think it's about time that we revealed <laughs> the name of this star and especially because this is the same guy that we've been talking about for a long time yes your grand aunt who yes. was almost on a death bed <laughs> was revived by this guy's charms yes so and the name of the movie that she was watching was दिल वाले दुल्हनिया ले जाएंगे एंड ऑब्वियसली द गाय वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट इज हु एल्स बादशाह द बादशाह ऑफ बॉलीवुड एंड यस शाहरुख खान एंड यू नो सो मेनी अदर्स हैव कम गॉन आफ्टर दैट ऑल दिस यू नो वी एवरी मूवी वी से समबडी से ओ यू नो अ न्यू स्टार इज बोर्न एंड आई रियली डोंट थिंक सो यू नो देयर इज देयर इज नॉट 
a star who I think is bigger than uh, Shahrukh Khan. You know, many can come and go, <laughs> but he is like the one. Just like giving you a big thumbs up <laughs> over there. <laughs> yes. So there is there is Amitabh Bachchan, who of course is like the biggest, and then there is Shahrukh, and I think uh, everybody else can go home. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is very interesting for me because you know you would talk about being fabulous at fifty. You talk about how it is very important to you know live your life to the fullest, and yet this guy has the ability to reduce you to a schoolgirl. Absolutely, but you know the last time I checked, there is no law against fifty-year-olds having uh, fangirl moments and crushes. And uh, I have this huge crush on Shahrukh Khan, and I'm not in the least bit apologetic. You have to just go on my social media. Uh, Uh, accounts and see you know my mm-hmm. heart is there um, for, for, for everyone everybody. to see yeah <laughs> yes so i think that's a great uh, takeaway from this episode if i may give it myself this time <laughs> that no matter how old you are you should have somebody that you have a crush on oh absolutely the, you know uh, life's beautiful moments you know live in this there's no there's no there's no harm in saying that you have a fan girl moment with somebody you're crushing on somebody that that's the small bits and pieces is what life is all about and i hope shahrukh khan is listening to this i hope so i hope because, so because i mean he has one of the biggest fans sitting right here in front of yep, me yep yep thank you sudha for sharing this thanks yeah david brought back lots of memories thank you thank, thank you and we'll be back next week with another episode of fabulous at 50